You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. And welcome to another bonus interview episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw. So whether you are jumping on right now live, watching this on the replay, or checking this out on the podcast, I want to welcome you and thank you so much for joining us. Please do share this with your colleagues. And if you're on the podcast show, please leave us a review. We love reviews. iTunes love reviews. As you know from Tristan and I, you should love reviews as well. And I'm one of those... (laughs) big believers in like what you put out there is what you get back. So I've been leaving quite a few podcast reviews this week. It's been my thing. But hey, I wanted to, first of all, I want to give you a quick little update. So many of you saw this, but we did not go live yesterday for our tech Thursday. So stay tuned tomorrow on Saturday. I'm going to be in Chicago, the M3 Mega 3 seminar with Tristan Schaub and Dr. Alok Trevetti. And then also a a PR guru is going to be there. So I'm so excited to break that down for you tomorrow. (laughs) So catch that. But today I am very excited to introduce somebody that I'm interviewing who I met at the League of Chiropractic Women's um, Spiz and Spa, which was about two to three weeks ago now. But um, Dr. Heather Denniston was speaking for our closing night dinner, and it was an absolutely phenomenal talk. Maybe we'll get some time to dive into that today. But she is the blogger and founder of Well Fit and Fed. She's also a fellow chiropractor. So really thought, I mean, this is just a perfect fit for this show. So I can't wait to introduce and have her share with us today. But welcome, Dr. Heather. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Nicole. Thanks for having me on the show. I watch your show all the time. It's so helpful for us docs. So thanks again for just doing what you do. Absolutely. Tristan and I love it. We may not be chiropractors, but as Lena, if you may have met Lena over the weekend, she would say we're chiropractic. You know, that's <laughs> and that's really good. the t- technology part of it, enthusiastic or enthusiastic there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, hey, Dr. Heather, I wanted to really bring you on. You've watched the show, so you understand, you know, we are a chiropractic, you know, niche show, but ultimately we're talking about how to use these social media and online tools to leverage the clinic and to leverage your message and really just be a resource out there to your audience and to your patients and your local audience. I wanted to start off just by asking you, um, when you were in practice, were you using any of these tools for your practice? Yeah, for sure. I uh, started a blog while I was in practice um, and it was like everybody else's blog. It was, you know, last minute, throw it together, try to get something on there once a month. And um, it it was not very useful. And of course, I <laughs> like a lot of docs, I went through periods of time where I'm like, should I keep doing this? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, you know, we all had to start somewhere with with getting online. And so blog, Facebook, uh, that's sort of where we start. I can still remember creating my first Facebook page and how confusing that was and everything. So, um, so yeah, Why I am I this, seeing this again? <laughs> right. Yeah, I was in the space. But, um, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I've, I've now flipped over to the online space more uh, full-time and I just, 
I think, oh God, if I knew what I know now and how useful it could have been for me when I was in brick and mortar practice, um, I'll, I'll tell you, there's, there's a lot of opportunity and I'm so mm -hmm. grateful for people like you and Tristan who are helping us get up to speed. And like Tristan said last week, uh, it's embarrassing, but we're about 10 years behind for those of us that are in practice. Um, you know, we, we feel like we don't have time to explore it, understand it, learn it. And that's, uh, why you guys have such a great opportunity with your vault that you have, you know, where you can bring us up to speed so much faster. So, so yes, to answer your question, I was in the space, uh, but not very elegantly. So then what is, you know, what kind of flipped, where did you go? You know what, there's an opportunity here and I'm just going to do it and I'm going to deliver it out there. You know, tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Sure. So I've been in practice 21 brick and mortar practice for 20 years and I left about a you know, year and a half ago, two years ago. And uh, about a year and a half before I left, I just, you know, I'm very sensitive to kind of life's callings. And I started just getting nudges about getting into more of the online space. And it got so loud that it ended up being that I chose to leave brick and mortar practice and do this more full time. And I love writing. I love casting um, sort of health education in a little wider net. Uh, now that I'm more in the online space, I have an opportunity to do that. Uh, but it, it was just, it was sort of a calling. And, and so in my last year of practice, I started upping my blog game and, uh, it ended up being that well fit and fed, which is my blog was where sort of command central ended up being for me once I left practice. And there's a lot of arms off it, but that's, that's was the baby. And that's what I built up at first was this blog. And um, so many things I learned about professional blogging, you know, there were professional bloggers and then I became one and, uh, and it was, it was eye opening. It is, it's a lot of work, but it is very rewarding. And I, and I'm loving the opportunity to connect with, you know, instead of 50 or 60 people, I'm connecting with thousands a day. So I, I really enjoy that a lot. It's great for me. That's awesome. And I love it. Kudos to you. I mean, your site is beautiful, but incredibly informative and, and it's very organized. Now I wanted to ask, so it's actually, you know, well fit and fed is information, both really for practitioners as well yeah. as for the lay person. Yeah, Nicole, one of the things I, I struggled with in practice, and I'm sure I've, a lot of my peers feel the same way is I didn't have, um, First of all, I didn't have a lot of self-written content to give to patients for educational right. tools. I also thought these poor people are coming in with a wealth of misinformation that they're pulling off the internet and mm -hmm. it's a bunch of stuff directing them in, in wrong ways. And I thought, you know what, how cool would it be for chiropractors to have a source to go to that they can trust that's like a, a, a sister or a brother in the profession who's out there, you know, writing stuff super regularly that you can just go, oh, icing and heating instructions, just go to WellFit and Fed. Oh, how to take an Epsom salt bath and why you want to, oh, just go to WellFit and Fed. Oh, basic stretches, just go to WellFit and Fed. That was my vision originally was, hey, practitioners, let me help you with this. There's YouTube videos, there's, you know, just readable, lay-friendly blog posts. And, that, and that's really where it all started, was in hopes to kind of help out other docs who were running into the same thing I was. No, I love that. And I mean, that's kind of how I got started is you just, you saw an opportunity and a yeah. need and then just kind of filled that. And then it just organically starts growing into something. So a year and a half 
um, may in relative scheme of things not sound that long. And actually, Kairos Social Tech is just about to celebrate its second birthday. But Yay. in the tech world, that's like forever. <laughs> and like nothing's the same. Like, so let's share, um, let's now kind of move on to today because I want to jump in and just share with some of our doctors. Like you said, if I knew now what I knew then, what are some of those just key things and key tools that you're using today and how you're doing it with WellFit and Fed? Yeah, I think coming from the doctor's vantage point, one of the things when I, when I talk to clients or other doctors is that I always thought a blog was just something I had to do and it was drudgery and I just had to get it out there. Well, it's actually a key point of your marketing plan and there's so much you can do with it. And so that's one of the things when I talk to docs about blogging and, you know, I, I did a presentation called taking your blog from bleh to brilliant because most of us just ugh, like we're just don't want to do it. It's like um, Facebook for most doctors too, yeah, right? Like something yeah. I just have to post too. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I love about blogging is that it's a forced function to get you writing and writing content that's effective and useful for your patients. And the, the great thing about it is you can repurpose that content into hundreds of different ways. You can put it into an ebook, you can print it out and have them as handouts in your office. You can repost it, you know, and just build your SEO by reposting to Facebook, you know, Twitter, put it on LinkedIn. There's so many ways that you can uh, get that message out there and it ups your credibility significantly mm -hmm. and it makes you an expert in your local, you know, your local area. And I just think there's so many great ways that you can take a blog and make it actually functional for you instead of just this thing you have to do. And so, you know, a lot, a lot of what we talk about, docs ask, how often do I post? How long should it be? Where should I social it? And, uh, and so those are key things too. And I really think, um, you know, as far as how often, I think a twice a month is actually fine. It used mm -hmm. to be that we wanted to blog post much more regularly, but once or twice a month. And I encourage when I talk to my uh, doctor clients, I say, look, one short, one long. So article length is, you know, I write for some magazines and they're always like 1200 words. They obviously know something about what's gonna, you know, what people are gonna read. And so 1200, you know, thousand to 1200 words for one, two to 300 words for the, your second one. So just a shorty and then a longy. And, um, and that works really well. And then as far as, obviously you're gonna post it on the blog portion of your website, but draw attention to it. You know, put it up at the front desk, you know, send an email, you know, do get your patients on your RSSS feed, get we it out there. Email blasts. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, and people want information. They want this education. And, and so I think that's, that's really key too. And then just, you know, as far as taking that blog post, one of the things that I always do is once you've written a blog post, hop on YouTube, hop, get, get a video or a Facebook live, literally put it up around you, just read it, just present it video format throw it on YouTube and then insert it into the blog because all of that's going to boost that SEO and bring people eventually to you, your clinic. And, um, and just, it's, like I said, it's part of the marketing game. 
No, so. I think that's awesome. I don't know if you listen to, I love podcasts. Um, one of them I listen to is Mashable. And yes. Mashable has a weekly podcast where it's a bot that's reading like their most um, engaged blog from that week. So she's just oh, going through cool. it. She's just reading the blog and that's Mashable. Yeah. So that's a, like a great idea that I hadn't thought about repurposing in that way for doctors. So you just taught me something. Yeah. That's well, and how, I mean, how great is it to say to your patients, oh, just go to my YouTube channel, uh, all of my exercise, all my instructions, you know, and those are just chunks of your blog piece. Right. And one of the things I always tell docs too is make all of your content evergreen. Evergreen means that it never expires. It's not like, hey, you know, here's a story on the fair that was this summer. It's uh, that that's going to expire. People aren't going to want to read that after a while. But four of the best neck stretches you can do while driving or while sitting at a red light that's something people are always want to read. That's evergreen. That's where you're going to spend your time. Don't waste your time doing posts that are going to expire. And that way you can just keep pushing them out, pushing them out, pushing them out. Absolutely. I love it. This is great information. So I want to ask you a question that I didn't actually prepare you for. So okay. I might put you on the spot, but um, it, it, this is probably, you know, much easier as you go along, but also much more difficult. I think one thing that doctors struggle with a lot of times is what to blog about. Like, what do I say? Yeah. So um, don't let me forget to talk about keywords with Pinterest because I learned this awesome little trick yes. the other day. All right, everyone. So I really hope you are loving the information that we are providing you here in this Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast show. This is the audio that we stripped from a Facebook Live event that we do every week. And the guest spots are something that we do live on Facebook as well. So we highly encourage you to check us out across the social media platforms. This is our weekly show, but we provide a lot more detail, a lot more information out there because our goal is to really grow chiropractic through this new media. So if you search Cairo Sushi or Cairo Social Tech on your favorite social media platform, you can find us there, send us a message, and we look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Um, so uh, one of the encouragements that I say is get a, a blog seed list on your phone. And what that means is open up notes, put blog seeds at the top. Seeds are little things you plant in the ground that are going to grow, right? You're driving along. Yep. You're like, oh, my gosh. So many patients ask me about rotator cuff. Throw it in there. Just say rotator cuff. What are a couple points you could write about and forget about it, right? Eventually, you're going to have, you know, 15 to 25 right. topics that you've thought of over dinner or in the shower or whatever. And then you, when you are stuck and you're like, I don't know what to write about this week, go to your blog seeds list and go, oh, yeah, rotator cuff. I should, I should talk about exercises, you know, to rehab a rotator cuff or anything. So my encouragement is always have a list of blog seeds going. I probably have over a hundred seeds at any one time. And uh, that makes it so much easier. It also keeps your brain just continually looking for opportunities of things to write about. Right. That's so smart. And then I don't know if you ever get like creative, like chunks, like you're like, I just really feel creative right yes. now. 
I'll go back to my notes section. I do the same thing. Use the notepad in your phone because it's yeah. with you all the time. But I'll go back and I'll read them. And then I can just start to really brainstorm off of those and list out a bunch of them. So yeah, those are sure. your creative moments. <laughs> yeah. And and like you, you, you and Tristan were talking about, you know, getting dedicated time for writing. I know you guys talked about that uh, on one of the shows. And uh, I think it's the same thing when you, you know, when you are planning your website and the pieces of your website and the blog portion of your website, sit down and just get some creative ideas down, get some direction for it. You know, what are some topics you want to make sure you cover in 2018 and just get all those seeds in one spot. And then you're so, because you don't really, I mean, we do realize this because we understand brains, but your brain's working on it. Once you've written it down in the background, it's working on it already. So when you sit down to write it, it's going to be so much easier. Oh, absolutely. I believe that 100%. And I also believe when you start to put it down on paper, it takes some of the anxiety out of it yes. because you know, it's there. So yes. you know, when you're ready to pull that blog up, otherwise, I think for like the week or the two weeks, the whole time your brain's on, what am I going to write about? What am I going to write about? I don't know what yeah. I'm going to write about yet. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, can, awesome. Nicole, can we, one of the things that was really helpful for me is uh, just learning a little bit about keywords because, you know, when I was writing a blog in practice, I didn't even think about that at all. Like I, right. I, I didn't even really know much about it, but really, if you want your blog to not just fall off a cliff and die after you post it, <laughs> then we need to be thinking a little bit about keywords. And I learned the quickest docs that, you know, of course, when you're doing this, this is like, I understand that this kind of work is 10, 11, 12 on your to-do list. It's not one and two. Um, and so let's find the most efficient way to make this happen. And so one of the things I'll do is when I, when I take my blog seat and I'm like, I'm going to write about hydration, then here's a little trick. Go to Pinterest, type in hydration. Pinterest has done an incredible job in understanding keyword search. And so you type in hydration immediately five of the most keywords associated with hydration come up and then you can go oh so many people are asking about um you know how to do a hydration challenge or how many glasses of water to drink a day and then you can start to formulate okay what's what are people looking for and so you can start to you know pull your keywords from that exercise of just going to pinterest put in your you know your one word title and then look at the next five words that come up and then when you go oh uh hydration challenge and you just click on that then tons of pinterest pins come up on hydration challenges and so you've got your research you've got you know who's your competition out there for this particular piece of written material and it's it's quick research and one little um you know 30 second exercise so i encourage people to do that that is so smart. That is incredibly smart. And that can also help you then um, create your titles yes. um, to see what the other interesting titles are and how yeah. people are titling theirs as well. Well, and, and these, when you, sorry, when you look at a pin and it's got 1.6 thousand repins and another one mm -hmm. has 20 repins, then you know whose title is probably a little more effective. And so you right. can start to craft that way. By the way, this is Katie Widrick. Katie Widrick is, a, is an amazing um, she's a blogging coach. And anyway, that, that came from her just so I give credit where credit is due. No, absolutely. That is smart. And then, so for those of you that are like, okay, keywords. So what does that do for me? So your keywords, you're going to plug both into your website and then you also use them in YouTube and do you use them in Facebook? 
I, I, I mean, I do. I mean, I also just be kind of hashtagging Facebook, but yep. really, and, and what a lot of people don't know too, is in your profiles in Instagram, in Facebook, those are keyword rich as well. So you want to make sure that, you know, I'm a health, fitness, food, nutrition, paleo blogger. And so I want to make sure all of those words are in all of my little intros at the head of all of your social networks. So just make sure that you're paying attention to what those keywords are when you write your little intro at the top of those. Absolutely. I think that's smart. And that's why a lot of times we'll tell you to always include, uh, first thing is your locality. That way when anybody is searching local, you're going to be one of the main things that come up there. And that's again, uh, so you're on uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, and are you on Instagram? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And can they find you at WellFit and Fed and or Dr. Heather Denniston? Uh, yeah, wellfitandfed.com. There's great email there. Uh, face, face, Facebook, all of my socials are wellfit and fed. And so people can find me there for sure. And um, yeah, I'd love to anybody who has questions after I know we only just cover like such a 30,000 uh, view <laughs> right. on this stuff sometimes. And, and so, so people often have questions, um, you know, from a blogger standpoint, I'm certainly happy to ask any of those questions, any other just crazy social techie kind of questions that goes to you, Nicole. So <laughs> let me ask you, I know that um, we did. So if you want to check out, it was actually on Dr. Heather's, I believe uh, facebook.com slash wellfit and fed is where we did it. But we went live a couple of times talking about Instagram. So Tristan and I started this. This is actually recording uh, 23. So we're only in episode 23, which okay. is actually amazing because it feels like episode one was yesterday. <laughs> but podcast is something that we added into the mix. Facebook Live is both something that Tristan and I have always done in our own businesses. And, you know, we do it uh, really in our own businesses more sporadically. This is the first kind of really set show that we put in place and repurposed to a podcast, but yeah, wanted to ask you, um, beyond blogging, uh, is there anything beyond blogging for you? Um, and do you mean for me personally, like what else am I doing with my time or do you mean for you well mean- fit and fed and for yeah. you personally, but okay. what you dive into and use and even to maybe what you're looking forward to in the future as well. And uh, from a technical aspect, from a social yes. aspect. Yep, okay, yep. now I understand the question. Before <laughs> we leave that, there's one other thing I wanted to mention for okay. docs who are publishing blogs. A little thing that I like to do too, like for instance, I wrote this blog post on this very inspirational barrel racer from um, a stampede from a, couple, a rodeo from a couple of years ago. So talk about specific niche like content. But one of the ways, it's one of my best posts, uh, most, most read posts. And the reason it is, is because I went onto Facebook I went into Facebook groups and I just put barrel racing and I literally posted it to as many barrel racing groups and um, pages that I could before Facebook said, stop doing that. And uh, what's and barrel it, racing? Am I like, Oh, hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> barrel racing. It's the only female event in rodeo and they come out and they go around one barrel, a second barrel and a third barrel. And what the story was about was this, this grandma won the whole thing. And there's these like 22 year old girls riding these, you know, $50,000 horses. And this 62 year old grandmother came out and just cleaned the floor. And she was such an inspiration, such a cool, cool, cool woman. I had to write about being, I mean, I literally had goosebumps, like 
the whole time she was out there, I was just completely moved by it and inspired. And, um, and so I quickly wrote a blog post about it and it's one of my best ones because I targeted it to a niche group of people. And so, you know, if you write something very specific, then think about, you know, what LinkedIn groups could you maybe post it to what Facebook groups, you know, how could you get it out there to these specific sets of people? And so let me answer your, your current question. No, that was Um, awesome. Okay. Um, so I love, okay, we talked and Nicole and I talked a little bit about Instagram stories. I think there is huge growth and opportunity there because I can just see docs going through their, like a day in the life of the clinic. And maybe each day you pick like a little different theme and, and suddenly you've got tons of patients starting to watch like, oh, they're going to focus on uh, supplements today. So I'm going to learn more about supplements or whatever. And you take a snapshot and you do a little video and you just create this great story about, and and then people are seeing your office and they're getting to know you and they're connecting with you. So Instagram stories, and I'm just still kind of getting up and running with them, but Nicole, you taught me lots about them a couple weeks ago. And I love that. That's so great. And I think Facebook is going to continue to push out video, uh, quite, um, enthusiastically. So I think the more we can get on Facebook lives and be posting uh, raw video footage to Facebook directly, not reposting it from YouTube because they don't like that quite as much. Um, then I think we're going to be rewarded for that. So I would say those are the two things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're literally right now in our, in our time, we're seeing that next generation. I mean, when I was growing up, it was all about television. You know, I mean, that's just what everybody did. And I don't think anybody under the age of 30 hardly even watches TV anymore. So it's a new time. Oh, can you see, are we okay? You're good. Yep. You're good. Good. I just, you're a little digitized. Okay. One other thing I wanted to mention is I think doctors are missing a big opportunity on LinkedIn. I know when we were at that conference, Nicole, Mm -hmm. some of the women were like, why do we even want to do it? Like, what's the point? People don't realize that LinkedIn is transforming to a more dynamic platform that people are posting things. People are looking at things there. Mm -hmm. They're getting their information and it's a high level, very professional um, group of people who are posting kind of like you do on Facebook. So don't forget to post your blog posts on LinkedIn, you know, do little updates and little articles on there, repost interesting articles that you see, because people are using LinkedIn, not just for resumes, they're using it as a social platform. Right. And I mean, they are on there and when they are on there, whether it's looking for people to hire or looking at resumes or any of that, they're still seeing your content. Oh, yeah. So a big thing is figuring out who your niche audience is. And I know a lot of the doctors watching this show, you know, you want to make sure that your niche audience, you know, you want to help everybody, but also you want to be ensured that they can afford your services. So yes. getting into these executives and especially to, I love LinkedIn for uh, lunch and learns or for yeah. corporate benefit type opportunities. So I've worked with a lot of clinics who have done like corporate wellness type programs or even yeah. did like a health fair or wellness fair that they kind of led and put together. It's simple to do. It doesn't have to cost barely any money. And then once you're in the corporation, I mean, that's very, very simple just to connect with all their employees. And it's not even about 
oops, sorry, it's not even about signing everybody up at that point. It's really just about educating them, introducing yourself. Then once you start to help a few people, they share. Oh yeah, remember yeah. that chiropractor that came? Yeah. I've been seeing them and my neck pain totally gone or yeah. whatever you know, the situation may be. So huge opportunities in LinkedIn. And yeah. like we were talking about with blogging, like so many crazy opportunities and it's really just an extension of your office. You know, just yeah. like your blog should be an extension of, you know, whatever you want to educate your patients yeah. on. Same with your Facebook, LinkedIn and all your other content. Yeah, and I think like you were just mentioning, making sure your branding is consistent across all platforms and um, and just making sure you are sending just the same message, you know, because I might see on Facebook and then, oh, you popped up on Instagram. I want to see this, you know, similar images. I want to see the similar branding. So, you know, it's kind of like you're just getting hit a few times with that particular business. And, uh, and that's when people start making decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so social media is chiropractors avenue to do it, you know, and it's oh. for the most part free. There is a pay to play game. But honestly, when it comes to commercials and marketing oh. and magazines and PR releases and, you know, all of these other kind of, you know, now old school marketing, still very valuable, but old school marketing strategies, those are expensive. Uh, and yeah, those are expensive for sure. and time producing. So and, yeah, and just obsolete. You know, yeah. you it, you just have to be in the social game to some extent. It's just you know how much do you want to engage? And and like I said before, the beauty of like you and Tristan is that you offer some help to get up to speed. Um, and there's always opportunities to offload uh, certain tasks if you just hate them. Uh, you can move them over to a, a savvy staff member. I mean, uh, or or even outsource it. So um, there's there's great opportunities there for sure. Awesome. Well, Dr. Heather, I appreciate your time today, and I want to make sure you can get to your Friday and to your weekend. But any last <laughs> tips that you want to leave with us? Hmm. Well, I think uh, I love my husband uh, calls it the seven P's. Like when I forget my keys or uh, I, you know, last minute running around the house, he says the seven P's it's proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. And uh, uh, yes. I love, I love, I love that saying and how uh, I want to leave it as a challenge to docs is um, your, your social strategy, your blogging strategy, uh, doing reactionary work in that space is just not going to be as effective as if you have a pre well thought out intentional plan around what you're doing for social strategy and what you're doing for your blog post. So setting some time, sitting down, going through, okay, what do I want 2018 to look at? How often am I going to post to Facebook? You know what? And you've talked about this before, but absolutely you have to get on a social scheduler of some kind. I use co-schedule. I love it. Love it. Love it. Lots of people use buffer or Hootsuite. I don't know if Edgar is still up and running. That's a great one as well. Um, but, uh, that will save you so much time. So in advance, just making sure you are putting the intentional work in to make your life so much easier. And it doesn't seem like, Oh, I've got to schedule that Facebook post. It's already scheduled and being pushed out. Um, and so, you know, you can do some organic work in that space for sure. Like if something cool happens in your office post, but already have stuff just that's regularly reposting, posting, you know, so you've always got lots of activity happening out there. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. 
Dr. Heather, I really appreciate this. We are absolutely going to be having Dr. Heather Deniston on again. But as always, in the comments of the Facebook Live, as well as in the show notes of the podcast, <clears throat> we will give you the link to the WellFit and Fed website and also the links to catch Dr. Heather on your favorite social media platform. And you can get more inspired and more inspiration on things to write about, as well as to connect with her if you want to work yeah. with her more, have her speak at one of your next events. So I hope to see you at another event very, very soon, but we Me should too. definitely do this again. I forget, Nicole, are you heading to Cal Jam or no? No, I'm not. Um, so I, right now, unless I'm speaking or unless I have a booth because I have yeah. my three-year-old son, oh, I decided yeah. I just can't. So he'll get older and he'll get in school and then I'll be <laughs> at all of them. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. But we will check in again. And thank you again, Nicole. What you guys are doing is awesome. I so appreciate it. I'd love to come back on another time. We can talk about some more uh, cool stuff. Uh, and I just love just connecting with you. So thanks well, again. I was going to say, hey, really quick, Tristan's going to be at Cal Jam. So we need to connect the two of you well, so you, know, you can do Instagram. You know what's so funny? I think it was the last show you said something about well fit and fed and you mentioned me and stuff and he didn't know who I was. I'm like, Tristan, of course you know who I am. And then I'm like, Oh no, he actually doesn't. It's just cause I watch him all the time that I think he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that with people? And then you like, know and you're like, I, I know yeah, your kids, like, oh, your dog, yeah. everything about yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know that's the funny thing about socials. You actually do feel like you have a relationship with the person and that's good. But it's also funny when he'd be like, no, stalker, you don't know who I am. And <laughs> so anyway, yes, we should be introduced in person at some point, And uh, I, I'm sure we will. So thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good weekend and have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You as well, Nicole. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Okay, so that is it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw. We will be bringing you a new podcast every single week. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you like the information that you are getting. We'd love for you to leave us a review. You can connect with both Tristan or myself on social media, Facebook preference, any of the handles. So you will be able to find us at Cairo Sushi and Cairo Social Tech. We also want to encourage you to check out the show notes, all of the apps, all of the tools, anything mentioned, we will link to in those show notes. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.